98.5 K-Fox, the classic rock experience. I'm Greg Kinn, and joining me in the studio right now, this is kind of cool because, uh, you know, we're always on the cutting edge, or at least Chris Jackson's on the cutting edge. I'm on the... I'm on the back side of that. You fell off the edge. <laughs> yeah, I fell off the edge, exactly. All right, we got Dan Orloff in the in the house, and also, Dan, can you hear me? I got you, Greg. How you doing? And uh, Robert Barry, old friend of mine. How you doing, Robert? I'm good, Greg. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are things over at Sound Tech Studios in Campbell? They're incredible. Thanks for asking. We're doing a lot of You've good been stuff. kicking some butt over there, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, having a good Life is good in the recording studio. You know, that's just what a guy needs to hear. All right, then you have brought down here from the uh, the collection of unbelievable technology over at Gibson. It's this new Gibson digital guitar. Could you explain this to me, Robert? It looks like a regular guitar. It, uh, you know, when I got it, I, I took the thing out of the box. I took a look and said, "Well, gee, what, what am I going to say about this? It look, it's a Les Paul, right. right?" But at the bottom has an Ethernet connection, just like a computer cable. Really? Plugs in this box. Yeah, so everything goes down this cable. That's insane. Well, yeah. You know, Greg, uh, they're developing the technology for this guitar right here in Silicon Valley. Uh, companies from Xilinx to Cirrus Logic, Intel, HP, all involved in developing what Gibson calls its magic technology. And uh, this is just uh, the beginning of what will be coming out of Gibson and Silicon Valley in the uh, years to come. I can't believe it. Okay, the main difference. Let's hear the digital guitar. Here's the digital guitar. This is the full out. Okay. That's a nice digital. Now, here's the old uh, non-digital technology. <laughs> <laughs> you tell and the, the chords have changed, changed, too. <laughs> you see? There's a big difference. It's old. And the new one, let's hear that there again. Yeah. The, here's the old one. <laughs> it sounds like you're playing that with rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> you see? That's the old technology, man. The other cool <laughs> thing about this technology is you can run 64 channels down this Ethernet cable. So wow. instead of just using the guitar, you can run the whole band. The, the PA, the lights, the control, um, phantom power comes back up to power the microphones, all back to the mixer down this one cable. And it doesn't. You can run it for miles without losing any signal. It's amazing. Wow! So people can see this guitar today only, right? Is that it? In the on the bus? Yeah, we're going to have the Gibson Rock and Roll Touring Bus down at the Tech Museum from eleven to two o'clock today. Good and, spot for uh, it. It's a great spot. I mean, it's perfect. I mean, the uh, the partnership that San Jose Rocks has with uh, History San Jose, who's all made this really happen, and in the future as we grow on the technology side. Uh, uh, it's all coming together for us. Our friends from Guitar Showcase are going to be out there, along with Robert Berry. And uh, folks are welcome to stop by, see the bus, see the guitars, mess around a little bit. No charge. Come on by. Well, it sounds like an, an afternoon's entertainment for free right there. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Uh, now, if you'd have had a guitar like this, Robert, back when you were playing with Sammy, what, what would you have done different? Could you have ruled the world? No doubt, Greg. Yeah. It, you can't make a mistake on it. It's digital. <laughs> well, it's in, got a mistake yeah. corrector, huh? Well, for recording, since all the strings are separate, you know how that uh, auto tune for vocals, Greg, you've yeah. heard that. You just yeah. it put key. it on the guitar. Yeah. You know, you got a one string out of tune yeah. and one chord out. Fix it. Oh. Yeah. 
That's pretty amazing. All right, so then guys. now Dan Orloff with the San Jose uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was going to induct you, Greg. Is that still yeah, oh, okay? Yeah, Dan, and I wanted to thank you because I know you're you're one of the movers and shakers down there, and you're the guy mostly responsible for getting me in. I, you know, I just I'm I'm speechless. Well, that would be a first. Um, <laughs> yeah, it would be. The, uh, you know, Greg. Uh, b- besides your recording career and also a career as an author, you know, you in partnership here with the folks at K Fox have really kept the music scene alive in this valley. And what you've done to encourage young artists uh, through the last band standing contests and so forth. I mean, for instance, this year one of our featured uh, acts will be Billy the Kid. And uh, one of the alumni from the last band standing. That's right. And, you know, all of us have you who you know, is really leading the charge with uh, keeping the live music scene alive in this valley. So uh, it wasn't a problem for uh, the uh, San Jose Rocks Hall of Fame committee uh, to uh, unanimously want to bring you in, Greg. Oh, man. And they hey, were going to. Since I found out, I have been totally impossible, right, Chris? <laughs> yeah. well, Get out of the room. <laughs> Hall of Famer coming in. He has this rule don't make eye contact with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have a chance to, you know, to rock the house on the 19th of October. I, you know, under the I am stars. knocked out. Yeah. Really, the, I am so flattered and, and, and pleased and honored. And, you know, I just don't feel like I'm worthy. <clears throat> He went to the bathroom and came back and said, hey, Chris, that intern knows the rule, but we were in adjacent stalls, and he felt like he could talk to me, like it didn't count to me. <laughs> so please explain to him that it still applies. No talking. There you go. Adjacent stalls, yes. There's the adjacent stall rule. Well, like, thanks for coming down, you guys. This has been a real trip. Yeah, the uh, in fact, people can learn a lot more at org. They can... Uh, See videos and clips from last year's induction. Learn about each of this year's inductees, which, in addition to you, Greg, include Michael Hunter Harrington, who ran the airwaves here uh, in the 70s uh, at KLIV uh, and at KYME. Paul Catalana, uh, San Jose, who uh, ran the Safari Room, a nightclub here uh, in the early 60s, and brought the Beatles to the Barrier not once but twice. And so there's going to wow. be a lot we're going to learn about the Beatles, including... Uh, uh, dozens of photographs, unpublished, never seen before, of the Beatles. Uh, Dean Markley, we're bringing in as a, in the, as a music innovator, with Dean Markley strings and the voice box, which we're all familiar with, with Frampton's you know big hit "Show Me the Way." We're bringing in people. Absolutely, the first time yeah. Peoples performed uh, together since 1968, their big hit "I Love You." And then uh, we got Larry Norman, uh, considered the father of Christian rock, who uh, once fronted People, and then uh, Papa Do Run Run. Uh, who has for what uh, nearly forty years, you know, kept the the Beach Boy, Jan and Dean sound alive. And lastly, we're bringing in the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds, who hosted the '68 and '69 Northern California Rock fe- uh, Folk Rock Festivals, and everyone from the Doors, Hendrix, Zeppelin, Airplane. It was amazing. Uh, the precursor to what uh, we came to know as Woodstock a year later. Right. Well, it was uh, was kind of like the precursor for Monterey as well. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Grace Slick was interviewed on Dick Cavett uh, right after Woodstock and was asked uh, by Dick if anything had ever rivaled Woodstock. And this is a quote, San Jose, close quote. Wow. Mm. Grace Slick. So, you know, guys, there's a lot lot we don't know about our rock and roll heritage here in the Valley from that first radio station broadcasting music in April 1909 up to including Gibson and Magic and iTunes and iPods. You know, there ain't 
a medium out there with which music is recorded or played whose roots can't be traced right here to the San Jose and Silicon Valley. And so people hey, can learn more about well that at San Jose Rocks. Thanks, Drew. Well thanks, said. Greg. Wow. 1909? <laughs> April 1909, Doc Harold in what is now the Knight Ritter Bank of the West building uh, was developing... Uh, Downtown San Jose? You, you can go down there and see the plaque, but in April 1909... He started broadcasting music uh, regularly because he was working on a government project to figure out how to send radio signals to and from oh, a military okay. outpost. So he uh, coined uh, the terms narrowcasting and broadcasting. But wow. interestingly enough, his wife Sybil saw the opportunity and uh, went up and down First Street and Second Street in West San Fernando to stores that would have sales and say, how would you like to promote your sale while we're broadcasting music? And maybe there was only 10 listeners, mostly uh, students at San Jose State. Uh, and she became the world's first disc jockey in 1909. So Wow. Yeah, and, you know, rock and roll you know, reached millions of teens in 54 through what medium? Yeah, radio, you know, And course. so... It, one can say, you know, rock and roll got its start in April 1909 through a little station called San Jose's Call, San Jose Calling. And by the way, guys, that station is now KCBS. Wow. wow. You can learn all of this at SanJoseRocks.org. Wow. And, Boy, and you learn something every day. That's pretty cool. And what station beats them in the ratings? <laughs> <laughs> KFOX 98.5, yeah, right, the classic rock right. station. That's hey, right. Dan, he knows how to milk this thing, doesn't he? <laughs> that's, what, that's why he gets the big bucks. <laughs> right. He just sets up a, a stool and just starts milking. <laughs> Absolutely. Do we get? Do we say hi to everybody? Are we good? Did we... Uh... Dude, was there anything well, else? You Dan? want to say some shout outs there? Well, well we, I wanted to, I wanted everybody to know who's in Robert's band because it's a good idea. List. What? You want them to know? Well, yeah, Fitz. Yeah, we yeah, want to reveal their identities. That band. that band. Can we do that uh, or not? Sure. Uh, so Robert Barry's in Fitz from the keyboard player from Night Ranger. Right. Gary Peel, who was in Sammy Hagar and Boston. He was in my band for two hours. Gary Peel? Really? Yeah, right before. Uh, I think he had auditioned for Sammy or somebody like that. I'm blanking now, but he he joined yeah. our band, and then two hours later goes, I can't join him in another band. Yeah, he's in like but he's four great. bands, isn't he? Guy's great. No, 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 no he's not. In fact, who knows what Boston's going to do. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Gary Peel, guitarist. Yes. And then and then David Lauser, who is Lauser, Sammy's, Sammy's drummer, drummer the drummer. Yeah. And Robert Berry. Now, Fitz also played bass for Montrose. Oh, Fitz played bass guitar for Montrose? Yeah. Montrose, the band Montrose? Small world. Montrose, he was the bass player. And I think keyboards what? for Gamma. Oh, keyboards well, for Gamma. Guitar. That's right. Yeah, so okay. Fitz goes way back. And he was just on tour for two years of Bruce Springsteen, too. Oh, Fitz keyboards. was? Yeah, yeah. two-man show. Did, wasn't he, uh, you better uh, wasn't he the bass player for the Schmangy Brothers <laughs> during the last polka? <laughs> <laughs> What's the band I called? recognize the style. You, boom, know, you guys boom, are boom, 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 talking yeah. about Van Halen coming out. Yeah. Daily Roth. Well, Fitz plays the keyboards and the back, don't shouldn't say this, but, and the back on vocals for Van Halen behind the curtain. Wow. wow. Okay, wait, time yeah. out. Hey, come on. Time out. Yeah. On the upcoming Van Halen tour, Fitz. There's a man behind the curtain. We'll be Your playing. keyboard player is behind, from Night Ranger is behind the curtain. Yeah. Now, I could just see, like, Eddie's... if a breeze blew the curtain back and <laughs> Eddie gets on the mic and goes, don't look at that man behind the iron the curtain. Mighty, what is he doing back the there? The mighty odds. What is he doing back there? <laughs> he plays... Pay whatever... no attention to him. He plays the keyboards for Van Halen. Whatever keyboards that Eddie is doing singing. up front... He plays back on vocals. Oh, he plays... Sampled back on vocals. Yeah, pre-recorded yeah. background vocals. He 
he starts the he triggers that yeah. and then those background vocals go out on the PA system yeah he's a and so he's guy. standing back there yeah. if I was him I'd say I want to be out front I want people to see me or I quit I would say that why doesn't he say that they'd be firing him right oh, away never mind yeah. in fact you know I'm probably gonna get him in trouble even telling people yeah this. yeah right. I'm just thinking that <laughs> okay I don't think we should have said that oh, no okay. no we could say it he's tough a lot well, of bands do that, by the way. A lot of bands. Aerosmith. I don't do it. There's a guy behind the curtain for Aerosmith. It's hard to recreate the album with these albums that they make today. Yeah, we without know, another guy. Eric Martin, <laughs> Eric Martin used to go out with Journey and stuff too. I mean, a lot of people <coughs> like sing background for. They did. What Eric yeah, Martin yeah. was behind the curtain. He does, he's done that plenty of times. Yeah, he's a great wow. vocalist, but sure, he's in the family. You know, <laughs> it's like a VH1 special behind the curtain. <laughs> right, the man behind the curtain. Hey, Greg didn't know this all these years. Greg could have had a guy. Hey, back I could have had a guy. A ringer. Yeah, I could have had a guy. Could have been singing my parts. <laughs> yeah, and what? And oh, the band's man. called your your band with Fitz Alliance. Alliance. That, it's That's only right. released in Europe and Japan, though. Oh. we don't have a deal here. So we uh, all right. isn't that weird? There. Yeah, <laughs> it happens more and uh, more and more these days. Because yeah. we're doing the kind of music we love, which is sort of Led Zeppelin to foreign eighties, seventies rock. You know, you got to do what's going to sell. Don't do what you love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go with the Schmangy nice brothers. Said, Chris. The Schmangy. <laughs> hey, you know, maybe we should tell people about uh, ticket prices and some of our uh, live auction items. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Is that for October 19th? October the voice 19th. of reason. The, uh, Greg Kinn getting inducted into the Hall of Fame right. with everybody October else. 19th. San Jose Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. so at the San Jose Rocks Hall of Fame on October 19th, we're going to be under the stars and under the tower at History Park, and tickets are 35 bucks and $125. We're going to have some awesome live auction items. Uh, right off the top here is Gibson Les Paul BFG. It's the most powerful Gibson they've ever made. They are providing the guitar and an all-expenses-paid trip to Nashville's oh. headquarters of Gibson USA. Hey, uh, we have an autograph. We're not allowed to enter, are we? Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> this is a oral auction, so Greg, so you just take some of them royalty checks and those ex-wives, and you know we rock and roll, right? <laughs> All right. So the bidding starts there. Uh, we're going to have an autographed Sammy Hagar guitar, or an autographed guitar by Sammy. And Lori Roberts is throwing <laughs> in a wine tasting and tour for six. Wow. Very special night at a very special place. And so that's just three of some six awesome auction items. It's all for the charity. Lori knows her wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the proceeds go to History San Jose. They're the ones that are making San Jose Rocks and the San Jose Rocks Hall of Fame possible. It's only on the 19th. Pretty spectacular, right. man. 5.30 p.m. At? History Park. History Park. Where's that? <laughs> I grew up here. <laughs> right across the street from uh, San Jose Municipal Stadium. Near oh, Kevin yeah. Park. I hang out there. Under Beautiful. the tower. Yeah, it's yeah. by Happy Hollow. Just yeah. go to sanjoserocks.org. It's all there. Okay. Beautiful. Well, you guys, I I thoroughly enjoy this. Well, this hey, give us another little uh, riff on the uh, digital yeah. guitar, Robert. <laughs> End of the world. The world's first digital guitar. Man, oh man. Ted, Ted Nugent just called. He wants four. <laughs> that was Count Basie, uh, by the way. Uh, that Chris. was Count Basie. Count that makes everybody clap. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, thanks, you guys. Thank you, Greg. Really appreciate you, you coming in, and I'll see you at the gig on the 19th. Rock and roll. See you then. Beautiful. Thanks, guys.
More of the Greg Ken Show coming up on the home of the K Fox Chronicles. Day and Rock on your ride home. 98.5 K Fox.